TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. A lot of conversations go on in the Score North prep room. You get to hear them with a cast of characters and your host, Danny Cunningham. It's Cluster Fun. Hi, welcome to a very special edition of Cluster Fun. And you ask why is that? Because my buddy Declan Goff joins. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. Uh, exactly right. All right. What a fun game. It was entertaining. It was everything that, that you could imagine. Of course, I think we all thought the Vikings were going to win that game against the Saints at the first round on Sunday. But let me start off by saying this, because um, we can talk about Kirk Cousins. We can talk about Dalvin Cook. We can talk about individuals or in individual plays. But Mike Zimmer, that defensive game plan I'm going with this. It is one of the top five, maybe top three defense or one side of the ball game plans that I have seen from a Vikings coach in my time watching this team, which extends back to the 1978 season. I'm not talking about scheme. Like I'm not talking about 98 Vikings, high flying philosophy, yeah. which, which was great. I'm talking about one game. You got to win and you go in with a plan that makes your defense look as good as it probably did back in 2017, before the Minneapolis Miracle. That's right. I think going in, I don't think any of us expected Zimmer to really shut down Drew Brees and the Saints offense, like really put the clamps on them. And for them to go out and and shut them down, I mean, I was shocked. I thought it'd be with two cornerbacks out, Drew Brees was going to be a surgeon just dissecting this Vikings defense. And credit Everson Griffin to Neil Hunter, the way they were used on the line, putting both on the inside too. I mean... It sounds so simple just to do that, but then you see it done and it's executed, and you're like, "Wow, what a genius move!" And they didn't see it coming. No, the they Saints never didn't did. see it coming. I believe, and I believe it was Collar that said he asked Neil about that after the game, and he said he knew if they put pressure on the and the and the, and the inside that Breeze was going to melt, and he melted. Yeah, and I think I think the the extension of the quote from Daniel Hunter was the fact that they had seen Atlanta do that in the Falcons game okay. at the Superdome when the Falcons upset the Saints, but. I have never, I don't remember ever seeing Drew Brees look like that. No. Drew Brees, I mean, Taysom Hill was the star. He was their best player. He was. And if you take him out, that team was ordinary. That mm-hmm. team was not impressive. And, and by the way, credit to the Vikings, to Zimmer, to the defense. So I'm not saying that they stunk. The Vikings made them stink. Yeah. And Drew Brees looked like, to me, Declan, he looked like a 22-year-old kid fresh out of college with no clue what was coming. And then and then the, the coup de grace play to me was Taysom Hill gets him to the 20. And it looks like sure as heck. Oh, they yeah. say it's right. They're going to score a touchdown. I was crushed at that point. And Hunter, for lack of a better term, ragdolls Breeze. He made him look like a toy he bought at Toys R Us. <laughs> well, he can do that. Yeah, he can. But he didn't just sack him. He dismantled him. Right. He dis- And Drew Breeze like, take the football. Right. Uh, just so many things about this game. But I, I guess I'm going to keep coming back to the defensive performance, the play of of that of that line, uh, and the and the game plan for it. Which now, of course, uh. Zim has to come back to San Francisco and do the exact same mm-hmm. thing because you've got Kyle Shanahan, who's a fantastic offensive mind and play caller. But a- after what we saw on Sunday, you can't put it past him. No, I think this was going to be their toughest road. The, they, they played their toughest game already was in New Orleans. That's not to say going into San Francisco is going to be a cakewalk. I agree. I don't, it's not the same thing as it was going into Philadelphia two years ago in the NFC Championship game. But I think the Vikings have played their toughest game already in the NFC playoffs. So now your path is, yeah, you still have to be on the road the rest of the way, 
but very, very impressive. And to go in there and shut down Drew Brees, to not worry about the crowd noise in New Orleans, and cry me a river, Saints. I know you're very upset you didn't get a call, but the scoring play was reviewed. It's a play in overtime. Oh, the Kyle Rudolph touchdown. reviewed. Yeah, he was looked at. He pushed off a bit, but you know what? That play happens constantly. Yeah, man, it's football. That play, and I, I, I did see a note from our guy uh, Kevin Seifert of ESPN.com, who does yeah. a great job with officiating stuff. Kevin actually had a thing that said, I believe that there were three touchdowns early in the season nullified by plays like that at the goal line, including the week two Dalvin Cook play, which I think was a touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. Yes. But Cook in- interfered. He interfered with the Packer. And after three, I think Seifert said from week four through 17, there was one more because the league was basically, and they were right. We can't keep looking at this because there's constant hand fighting in the end zone. Like that play, well, Kyle, Kyle pushed off, but there's so much back and forth there. Right. And look, the Saints don't deserve that call because they put a guy who's what five foot nine on six foot on right four. Kyle you lose, you lose. Yeah, like no, no. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't review. You lose your morons if that's your matchup. Yeah. And, and also, if you're the D back and he arm bars you like that or ex- extends his arm in the end zone like uh, Kyle did on that play, Declan. Then if you're the D back and you're small, you've got to grab him and haul him down. Mm-hmm. And at that point, hope it goes both ways. Right. Because worst case, then it's first and goal again at the one. But don't give me this. Oh, we got in- interfered with. If you- I would have taken Kyle and tossed him out of the end zone, physically moved him out right. and taken my penalty then. Yeah. And best case, if, if I'm the Saints, they call one on you, one on me, and it negates the whole play. Well, and just how about so, two? Zimmer- I, I'm with you. Yeah, with, with Zimmer scheming up. Anthony Barr, who I thought looked really good in coverage. I don't know if what, what Michael the Thomas, say. Michael Thomas, who was I, outside of the one catch he had on X and Rhodes too. Rhodes had the one mess up on that play, the Taysom Hill bomb. Yep. That was his only real mess up. He was noticeable yesterday in Rhodes, a good way. Rhodes played better hurt. Yeah. But once he got the stinger, he got better. Yes. It was the damnedest thing to watch. Right. And and even moving Anderson Day, who I've had questions about for years. Hey, he steps up in nickel. I mean, comes out and plays nickel corner. Told Collar he had never played the nickel corner in his life until that game. No, this was a this was a masterful ga- game plan. And you know what? Congratulations, Vikes. You shut me up. But that's all. Fans now are like, oh, I bet you feel stupid. No, my, my whole purpose has been shut me up. Yeah. Make me shut up ab- about you. And this team, look, that game yesterday proved that this team is not mentally weak. But through 2019, up until that game, we had no evidence that that team could go into an opposing, intimidating building against what is a good team. Right. They they made a good team look bad. Yeah. And win that game. We didn't. No, I didn't. You didn't go into Green Bay. You didn't win. Right. You didn't go into Chicago and win. You didn't go into Kansas City against a backup quarterback and win. You didn't go into Seattle and win. So my point was, shut me up. And they did. And that's fantastic. That's what you want. And I said they had no chance against the Saints. There is now, there is no way that I will say that they have no chance. Uh, I'm with you yeah. against San Francisco. And what's easier is, or what's weird is the path continues to get easier. Yes. Like if you get past San Francisco, now you got Green Bay or Seattle. Bring it on. Love that. So who knows, but that was impressive. Mm-hmm. And I do find it intriguing too that we have, so the decline, and I use that term loosely in quotes, but the decline of the Vikings defense is thought by many people began in the second half of the Minneapolis Miracle game, right? Yes. Because that defense was dominant through the first half of that game, and then in 2017 playoffs, they lose, or they 
go behind the Saints in the second half of that game. Yep. And then they go to Philadelphia and get smoked because they came back and obviously won on the miracle pass from Keenum to, to Diggs. It's funny that this is now the bookend to that game is this game where now you, you said that is easily, I think, the best that this defense, because you look dominant, has looked since the first half probably of that Saints game. Right. And look, Drew Brees still orchestrated a 10-point comeback in the fourth quarter for the second straight time. I mean, that it had all the recipe. And even when uh, Dalvin Cook was down by contact, thank God, even when the strip, we thought our strip sack for a touchdown. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought that was it as well. And thank God he was down. But Dalvin also being back, that was huge. He was 100%. Dalvin Cook was 100% in that game. Well, he had to be respected for sure, too. Yeah. Yes. Agreed completely. So that was, that was and huge. he was, and Thielen was. Yes. And Thielen, hey, Thielen made up that cost. Again, there were so many moments that looked like typical Vikings, right? Yes. Just the first play of the game, the strip sack, the 10-point fourth quarter lead. It had every recipe for a Vikings meltdown, Yep. and they were able to overcome it. That was huge. Last thing. Yes. What would would we be saying today if, um, instead of it being Will Lutz who had missed that field goal at the end of the first half, it was Dan Bailey? I know. Because that's the one that we're not going to talk about much, uh-huh. but if you're a Saints fan, that field goal, Oof. that missed field goal, which came on a play that the Vikings basically blew, right, on the kick return, um, that was a very makeable field goal. Yes. And can you imagine what the discussion would be if Dan Bailey had missed that one and the Vikings had lost on a last-second uh, uh, pass when if Lutz had made the first field goal, the second field goal doesn't tie the game. Right. It wins the game. Dan And Dan Bailey's been Mr. Automatic. I believe it's 20 in a row, and that's the longest active streak in the NFL Do you NFL remember right training now? camp? Do you remember? Yes. The, and we couldn't understand for the life of us, why are we going through this? Right. Dan Bailey's been great. He's been awesome. Good for Dan Bailey. All right, we are done. Uh, cluster fun. You like but, that? But yes, but but we are just starting today. You like that? Vikings event line, Score North, uh, mobile app, Apple, Android, Score North on 1500 comes up at 10 o'clock. We're going to be taking your calls from 10 to noon. Plenty of reaction, plenty of celebration, I'm sure. One hell of a performance, 651-646-8255 if you'd like to join the conversation. 651-646-8255. I'm Zolgad. He's Declan. He was there. Now he's here. Um, It's the magic of moving pictures. We'll talk to you.